So we're at day one of the conference. So it's early in the morning. The conference is due to begin and I plan to talk to some of the delegates and speakers at the conference, find out what they're talking about, what they think of the conference. So let's try the first recording then. So I've got Derek with me. Um, so you've been organising the conference in four years now. Four years. Right, let me put that close to you. Put it there. And Chantal as well, who's been organising things behind the scenes. Good morning. So 10, the theme, 10 in any specific way or just 10 in general? No, it's it's, it's not even 10, it's 1-0. One 1-0. Zero. One zero. So bikes. you could interpret it as 10, you could interpret it... Um, as one zero is binary or any other number base, really. It's, it's to give people the option um, to explore innovative ways to put together a presentation. And we have had some really good ideas coming in. We've, we've identified a winner of the innovative presentation. All right. Um, so we'll present that tomorrow, Thursday lunchtime and um, um, hopefully do something very similar in uh, in future. Oh, great. Uh, and how, does, how would you describe TCUK and how it differs from, from other conferences? I, I think TCUK, although I'm biased, <laughs> um, I think it's much friendlier. Yeah. Um, the organisers are very accessible to people. Mm. Um, it's, <coughs> it's a much more generally focused conference rather than on any one particular tool or methodology or anything like that um, and we encourage presenters to come in with presentations that are both on theme and off theme so we're not limiting it to anyone we encourage people who've never presented at conference or maybe even anywhere before um, so we're trying to keep it fresh and interesting and involving for people. So I, I think that makes TCUK a little bit special. Yeah, I think it's a lot of people that started off speaking. The first event they did was TCUK. I think it's a good, good environment for people that are new to speaking. Thank you. Thank you. That. So I've got um, Mike Hamilton from Madcap has come over from San Diego to the conference. Um, this is you were just saying it's your eleventh. How many conferences have you done? Oh my goodness! It, I think I did eleven in a row, but then I missed last year, and I think this will be number twelve. And so, what's um, in terms of Madcap and Flair? I don't think are you speaking this year, or you've got a presentation. What's I do? I have a, a presentation the last day mm -hmm. on micro content. All right, which is of course what we did on the Cherry Leaf podcast. Um, about, oh gosh, that was about three months ago now, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. And uh, so the last Mad uh, Fled to 2019 was released when? When was that? that was it, was, it was released this spring. Spring. I, I want to say April, but I'd have to actually go check. It's been a bit of a blur. And so you've got Mad World Europe coming up in... In Dublin. In October, the 9th, 9th and 10th of October, I think it is. I believe so. Anything special planned for that? Um, I don't believe we have any major product releases announced. Mm -hmm. It's just mainly giving people an opportunity to attend the sessions, the yeah. learning, um, and not have to travel all the way to the U.S. 
yeah, the ten-hour flight to, to San Diego. And in, what's the pick? What's the uh, reception been for the micro content feature that's been added to Flare? How are people taking to it? It it's been quite popular. Um, a lot of people are expecting it to be focused on the chat bots and the yeah. AI. And yes, it can be used for that, but I think people are surprised at the immediate benefit of search snippets, yeah. impacting search results. And so I think that's why it's become a bit more popular than we expected, a bit yeah. earlier than we expected. It has that instant gratification factor as well as setting up yeah. for the more advanced technology later. Good, excellent, thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> Maybe if I hit record, it might go better. Right, okay. Should we try this again? Let's try that again. So I know you're built over now because I asked off off recording. Um, so yeah, so uh, fourth, you said fourth. fourth yeah, the fourth, fourth, fourth visit. But and uh, you... spaced spaced in between. Uh, only two years since the last one, though, which is uh, which is good. I'm here because uh, I'm the company was willing to sponsor me um, this time. Yeah. And uh, I don't, I'm not sure about next year, but uh, I managed to convince them because of previous, previous experience. Yeah. It's always great for networking for a start yeah. uh, and to find out um, where the, the um, profession's going. So is which any is really good. Any particular presentation you've you uh, I think Ellis Pratt's is really oh, good. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard he's a good presenter. <laughs> Very informative. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, there were, there were good, good workshops yesterday, uh, very good, uh, I'm, I'm really taken with the comic strip uh, presentation right. because I, I'm trying to work well, I'm working with UX people quite a lot and, uh, and their, uh, their way of pres presenting ideas is to create cartoons right. and, and have actors with it with a certain, uh, a certain uh, to solve a certain problem or to present to clients what we're thinking of doing. Who presented that workshop? Uh, oh, I forgot his name. He's, he's from Portugal. Oh, right, yes. Cloud, uh, yes. Um, um, I forgot his name. What's his name? <laughs> I, I, I can look it up for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably on the card. I've got this, but I can't read it. I'm just like, probably. Yes. Uh, oh, I've got it. Yeah, Joaquin Joaquin Batista. Uh, yeah, oh. he was very good. Excellent. Okay. So, uh, so I got up to that one. Thank you. So I'm not, this, so it's Fionn, isn't it? Fionn Owen. So this is your first ever conference? Yes, it is. And you've been her technical author for how long? Ten months. Ten months. So what's prompted you to come to the conference? Um, so my manager came to the conference a few years ago and she said it was really helpful for her when she was kind of learning the ropes of how to be a technical writer. Um, and because it's quite a new field for me, I wanted to get the chance to kind of speak to other technical authors and just learn a bit more about the industry, I guess. And you've moved across from accountancy into technical Yeah, that's right. I was on an accounting graduate school, but then I had a bit of a career change and decided to push the designer. Yeah, very sensible. 
Having been an ex-accountant, I, I can I can endorse the move. And to have, so you were here yesterday. How have you found it so far? Yeah, it's been very interesting so far. I enjoyed the workshops that I went to yesterday. I enjoyed the one on Yep, sketch of set, uh, scalable vector diagrams. Yeah. Yeah, that was really useful because I hadn't really come across those before. Yeah. So now I've got a lot of stuff to look at when I get back to the office. Yeah. Well, Tony Zamaga, who did that presentation, is around for the next two days, so you can always pick his brains around and about. Uh, if there's any questions that spring to mind, I'm sure he'll be happy to, uh, to speak to you. Thank you. No, I'm going to throw it at you. So I've got, yeah, because I, I can edit it later. Well, it's going to be a very simple question. This is Chris Hester. You've just spoken at the conference. You were first up. And now I'm going to Disneyland. And now you're on that cool, relaxed thing. So I was just, um, what, uh, what did you talk about and how did you think it went? Can you remember? Can you remember an hour ago? Content strategy. I did. I talked about content strategy and moving from a deliverable-based mindset to a strategic thinking mindset and how sometimes we think that we it's one or the other, yeah. but really, um, if you think about it, we can have the best of both worlds, and um, we can basically, I mean, you can't have one or the other. You need to get your deliverables done, but you have to think in the big picture of how am I working on what am I working on and how does it support the strategy for the organization? And you're at UL, which is a testing organization in the States. Yes, testing and certification so, organization. In, in terms States. of applying that to UL, has that started or is that in progress? So that is, it's something I have observed that was somewhat in progress, mm -hmm. but now we're trying to formalize it within the organization now that I've come on board. And how did you find presenting at the conference? I love presenting here. It's a wonderful organization. Um, it's a wonderful group of people. And it's always I, just a warm and welcoming group to come back to. So you phoned from Chicago to here for the conference? Yes. And you going straight back? Are you having a holiday? or? We're taking a holiday. Right. We are um, actually leaving here tomorrow. Um, we're going back to London for a bit, and then we're going down to Paris for a few days. So we're truly taking a holiday this time. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. So I'm at, let's get the, the pronunciation right, is it Amplexor? How do you pronounce it? It is, Amplexor International. And you're, you're one of the exhibitors, gold exhibitor. We are a gold here. sponsor here at TCUK. And you're Grania, I don't know your surname. Grania Maycock. And, and it is an unpronounceable name. It's <laughs> Irish and it's Grace in English. Grace in English, ah, right. Bridget's Fire in, isn't it? Bridget's Fire in English as well? Yes, so there's a few legends about where the name Grania came from, but yeah. Right, so it's to do a film call and go some fighting and all that. Exactly it. Ah. Irish Celtic legends. Right. So, yeah, so I'm based here, I'm based in Dublin, and my colleague's based in Cambridge. Nancy. Okay. So we have 41 offices in 23 countries. And your headquarters are in Ireland? or Our headquarters are in Luxembourg. Oh, okay. So, but we have offices all over the world. So we have offices in China, Japan, Germany, France, and we specialize in content solutions. 
So what's uh, so what do you, what is the services you're offering or wanting to promote at the conference? So here we go into companies who need help with consultation. So they're as is processes, they're as is tools versus they're as could be or as should be tools in terms of migration to Data XML, migration to Mabcap Flare, optimization of the tools and technologies. Oftentimes we go inside organizations that have multiple departments and different departments have selected different approaches throughout the years and they suddenly realize they need to solidify and centralize on one. So make it more efficient, exactly. make it better. So it's okay. content efficiency, process efficiency. Our differentiation then is we take everything we do and then we do the multilingual element of it. So we translate, we localize, we do continuous publishing and we also create content in different languages. Right. So instead of just creating it in English, we can create it in German, in Spanish, in French, etc. So what's to come to, to this event this year? We always like to see what's happening. Are we ahead? Are we behind? Are we innovating? And um, We always like to meet with people we work with. We work with Oxygen. We work with Madcap. And um, we always like to meet new prospects, so customers who may need help, whether they're small customers who just don't have the people to do a migration, whether they're large companies who have multiple offices throughout the world and they just need consulting help, help in writing the business case and showing their, their management why they should do it and what the ROI is. So we come to meet people and to help promote our name, our brand and our yeah. services. How have you found it so far? Great. It's really well organized. We attend a lot of different events and this one is a nice size. Yeah. It's not <laughs> enormous like a TCOM where you yes. need your bicycle or your Fitbit, which we're giving away. Um, but it's a nice size. You yeah. get to speak to everybody we're well positioned. Everybody's popping by the booth. The yeah. fact that we're giving freebies has nothing to do with it. Next to the tea, next to the food. Which exactly. That has nothing to do with the popping by <laughs> to see us. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so far, it's been great. And in terms of markets you specialize in, do you, is it software companies, software and hardware, medical, everything? Software, hardware, manufacturing, and aerospace, automotive, and then we have a specialist life science business unit. So life science is the only one of our business units because it's highly regulated, where we have specific ISO certifications linked to that industry, not just linked to communication in that industry, but linked very specifically to their life cycle chain. Okay. And is either of you speaking at the conference this uh... We are not. We got involved too late. Apparently, we would have had a lovely speaking slot, but we were lastminute.com to the race, right. so we missed out on that. Next time, um, Absolutely. We'd love to speak on AOR, VOR. So we help a lot of companies modernize their manufacturing content, mm -hmm. so to be able to render it in 3D, to be able to oh, use augmented reality and virtual reality technology. It helps save on training costs. It helps save on support costs, yeah. and it's really cool. Yeah. It's one of those things that when you've the glasses at your stand, people come visit, go, let me try, let me see, <laughs> let me look silly. <laughs> Excellent. Lovely. Thank you. You are welcome. There. So I've got Emmett, Emmett I forgot your third, Emmett Kearney. Emmett Kearney. T-W-I, and you're on Cork, aren't you, if I remember correctly? Based in Cork in Ireland, correct, yes. So why have you come from Cork to, uh, to Kenilworth? for this conference? We, we, we came to this conference, but we also come to all the ISCC TCUK conferences because it's, it's, a great, it's a great platform to meet like-minded colleagues, individuals, peers. The conference talks are always very knowledgeable and it's good to keep on top of what's happening. You know, Some people talk about what the next level of skills happen to be and it's yeah. good to get um, you know, our, our peers' insights as well. 
Um, it's a good social event. There's some nice people here that we get to meet maybe on a yearly basis. Yeah. And then from the stand perspective, um, it, you know, it, it's good to meet you know different technical communicators, yeah. technical authors inside large companies who may or may not ever need our support. And you know, there's organisations from Ireland here. There's yeah. some from the UK, and. You know, if nothing more, we're always happy to chat to people, have a conversation, and, and you know, if something happens, great. And if yeah. not, it's about building that network, and you know, yeah. we always like to support the ICC as well. So TWI, um, how would you describe what TWI does and any areas that you specialise in? Um, we provide, I suppose, at the basis, technical writing and information design support to a, a lot of very large companies. And we, we help them in, in many ways, just um, whether it's with their, their user experience in the front end, so helping their users use their product in a more simple way, like some of the software products, supporting with um, reducing user churn, yeah. um, user onboarding, so that, so that their end customers are successful in using their products. Um, in other areas then as well, in terms of um, life sciences, helping scientists, engineers, very technical people do their job right first time. And whether that's through um, training, training material, e-learning content, um, documentation, SOPs. Um, so it's really about helping our customers achieve their goals. So, uh, so I've seen presentations on um, the past, I think from Patrice, when who founded TWI at the beginning, I think, she, yep. uh, that are a lot on life sciences. Is that still a key factor for you? Um, it, it, it is. I mean, we, we support a lot of life sciences companies and being from Cork in Ireland, I think we've got 19 of the top 20 life sciences companies oh, okay. headquartered in Cork. Right. So makes it, sense. It, it, it's an easy pool. Not, sorry, it's not easy. It's a big pool to fish in. It's a, it can be very large contracts but very long times to to to, to actually um, onboard them but once we start working with a life scientist company and it's an interesting market because life science companies have a huge need for the skills of technical communicators they have a huge need for and very often it's completely underserved a lot of companies um, are serving that need with um, scientists and very technical people who writing is not the core company yeah. They often don't like it, and sometimes, sometimes you find really strong authors, really good writers within yeah. these organisations, but sometimes you don't. And um, so once we help, and we do a lot of work in terms of trying to convey that value proposition as to why yeah. they should fair. talk to us. And are you talking? Is anybody from TDRI talking at the conference this year? No, not this year. Okay. Unfortunately, not this year. Um, maybe next year. Next year, great. Thank you. Right, and it's recording, so I shall do Matthew first, Matthew Ellison. Congratulations. Hello, so we're doing it on the phone. Um, yeah, so it's just on the phone. So you spoke this morning. I did, indeed. First, first up. So how was that, and what did you talk about? Well, first of all, uh, I was very pleased to be talking first, because having spoken, I can now relax for the rest of the conference. Okay. Um, the theme of the conference, as you know, is 10. Yes. Because the the uh, TCUK conference is 10 years old, so I decided to base my talk on 
the, uh, the, import, the, the important technology changes that have taken place over the past 10 years that really impact on our work as technical communicators. And um, one of the things I did was, one of the authoring tools I know best is Madcap Flare. So I looked back on all the annual past releases of Flare, going back 10 years, to see what, what are the key features they've introduced each year because those tend to indicate the, 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 the different right. technology trends that are going on at the time. So it was one of these where you, you picked the theme and then went away and discovered what you wanted to talk about. So you didn't have a preconceived idea before you started? I didn't or? have a, a, anything burning, uh, any burning message to get across, but I, I thought it would be it would, I thought it would be good to, to take stock of the last 10 years, particularly as, uh, as although, as I said in the talk, when you look at a, a, a help file now, it doesn't look that much different. It still tends to have the navigation on the left and the topic content on the right, but different. It's the, the fact that it can be now viewed on a range of different devices, different screen sizes. Um, almost every uh, piece of content I create now has to be responsive. And, uh, and that's the biggest change because, as I said in my talk, 10 years ago, no one had tablets or, or mobile phones that were capable of showing content. How easy do you find it to predict the future when you've, looked, when you've done this type of thing in the past? Have you, has there been something where it's been... The only place um, relatively straightforward to, to no, predict. It's completely impossible. If I, because, I mean, 20 years um, ago, I was still basically doing what I'm doing now, writing the same kind of help with the same kind of navigation, the same kind of issues. Okay, the responsive bit is new um, to make sure it works on different devices. But other than that, it's pretty much the same. Okay, we're using a bit more video now, uh, but it's, you know, I hear the same things discussed. We talk about, you know, we talk about topic types, we talk about links, we talk about searching. And, and I don't think 20 years ago I would have imagined that, we'd, that I'd still be doing almost exactly the same thing and using authoring tools that are really basically very, very similar to what I was using 20 years ago. Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, people still get stuck and they still want to read answers. So that there's, in some ways, that's why there's still a situation of giving people text That's to right. solve their problems. But I think when you, if you look ahead 20 years, you imagine that, in, you know, 20 years sounds Space like sci-fi future, yeah. and you imagine there'll be some magical, uh, you know, thought transference method of getting it across. But, yeah. you know, that, that hasn't transpired in the last 20 years. Um, uh, maybe it will in another 20, but no, I don't, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not very good at that kind of prediction. Yeah. No, well... I don't think necessarily anyone is. Um, and how are you finding the conference? Very, very good. Yeah, no, but most enjoyable. I've met a lot of old friends and familiar faces. And um, and a good sign is that I've, there's a session starting in 25 minutes, and I can't make up my mind which one to go to because they both look equally attractive. And um, so that's always a good sign at conference. Great. Thank you, Matthew. Pleasure.
So yeah. I've got Helen Harbord. You're with Elsevier now, or I, you've been there for a while? Yeah, I have. I've been there for um, about four years. Four years? Yeah. God, time flies. Yeah, it does. So what, what are you doing at Elsevier in terms of documentation? Well, I am the sole technical author in a team. It's probably about um, eight or nine developers. And we work on a product um, which is designed to help people uh, design and run clinical trials. Oh, OK. Yes. So um, not the publishing side at all? No, not the publishing. No, not at all. No, it's more the... Um, Elsevier is moving. I mean, the, the publishing is sort of turning into information analytics, right. I would say. Um, a lot of machine learning stuff coming along, a lot of automated yeah, clever stuff right. is happening, definitely. Um, but yeah, this, this product um, will, it, yeah, it's, it's kind of, um, it, it's a fairly niche market. It's specifically for yeah, clinical trials and clinical um, research organisations and um, academic research, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, and I do all the... Um, uh, all the customer-facing documentation for that, so online help, or training content, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, sounds interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And the co this is—you've uh, been to other conferences in the past, haven't I you? I have. Yes, quite, quite a few. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a, yes, I'm a regular. <laughs> and um, have you found this one so far? It's very good. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I think. I mean, I love coming to the presentations and you know listening to all the you know the different content, different people talking. But I think for me, it's almost more about the the interim conversations that you have with people over yeah. lunch and you know just finding out because I'm the sole author and I know a lot of people are not everyone but a lot of yeah. people are. So it's you know it's that thing of um, you know if you've got some issue you're working on, you know you can always find someone who's just done it or just about to do yeah. it or yeah, it's really nice to just share knowledge. Um, yeah, you just you don't feel quite so alone in, in the in the in the work, the development world. Yeah. And was there any particular theme or topic that you, that grabbed your attention, or was it just the fact that you know from the past? It's a good conference and just worth attending. Um, yeah, the latter really. But then once I start looking at the program, you know, yeah. certain things jump out at you. Like there's something tomorrow on graphics, use of graphics, oh, okay. which I'd really like to um, get um, more into. So yeah, that's been really good. Yeah, there was a workshop yeah. on SVG by uh, Tony Tamaga, yes. um, which a couple of people said was really good. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was really useful. Yeah, definitely. Mm, excellent. Yeah. Thank mm. you.